You are welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye or IKEA Christian Center Global. Get set to be at the fire. The word works. Moving from today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Three things. Number one, Lord said he wants to eradicate barrenness of any kind for none is barren in your midst. They have not just manifested fruitfulness and it is time for the manifestation of fruitfulness. Praise God. It's barrenness of any kind. Hallelujah. Second thing the Lord wants to do is that he wants to anoint eyes and ears to see and know. I want to expose what the Assyrian is doing when he's doing it to lame members such that they see and know. I'm conscripting men into the kingdom intelligence service where men see and know the movements of the enemy and pray against it thereby nullifying it. Praise God. Praise God. And three, I am causing favor before men to overflow in the midst. For I will bring my light on your faces, and your faces shall shine among the lost. I will elevate you before men for my name's sake and for my glory. Praise God. Now, I'm going to repeat that again because I know some of you are still booting. Praise God. All right. You are still booting, so you have not yet come into the service yet. Turn your Bibles with me, First Samuel chapter 10, verse 5. Now, don't do that. All right, so it's a prophetic company. Prophetic company. Hmm. The believer in Jesus Christ is not ordinary. And he has access to a whole lot of spiritual resources that he may not be aware of at the beginning but should never stay unaware of for long. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? All right, and you may not be aware of at the beginning, but must not be unaware of for long. Now, if you turn your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter number 10, which is our team scriptures, we're going to see something quickly. 1 Samuel chapter number 10 and from verse 5. 1 Samuel chapter 10 and verse 5. Praise the Lord. Are you there? Now, this, is, this scripture is talking about um, Saul and Samuel. The encounter between Samuel and Saul, and when Saul was going to be anointed, was um, going to be anointed as king of Israel. Now, I want you to notice and follow the reading. Look at what it says. It says, can we read one to go? It says what? After that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines, and it shall come to pass, when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of what? prophets coming down from the high place with a salary and a tablet and a pipe and a harp before them and they shall prophesy. Praise God. I said praise God. Now, I want you to know, see the place of music in that. In that in the company of the prophets there was music. Praise God. There's, some, there's a message there but that's not for today. Now the next verse it says what? Six, everybody can read one to go. It says what? And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt what? Prophesy with them, and shall be turned into what? Another man. Notice, for um, Saul was not a prophet. Okay? But Samuel said, if you come into their company, the Spirit on them will come on you, and you will begin to prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. Hallelujah. And shall be turned into another man. Now, we are going to come to the operations of the prophetic in a bit, but let us lay a proper foundation for this teaching. Now, listen. 
not everybody in church or in the in Christ or every believer can be a prophet. The ministry of a prophet is an office people are called into. Not everyone is called into the office of a prophet. Now, turn your Bible to Ephesians chapter 4, and you're going to see this there. There are gifts of ministry, or ministry gifts, okay, that people are called to stand in. Okay, not everyone is called to stand in to the office of a prophet. All right, now look at Ephesians 4 and 7. He says, but unto every one of us is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he said, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Verse 9, can we read one to go? Come on now, talk now. Read now that he what? Uh-huh. First into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might feel all things. Now, 11, everybody we want to go. It says what? And he gave some what? He gave some what? Then what? Now, he says he gave some apostles and he gave some prophets. Prophets. Go on. Then he now says what? And some evangelists and some pastors, and teachers. He now says, for the perfecting of the saints. So that means he gave the prophet for the saints. All the saints are not prophets. But the prophet, or the pastor, or the teacher, or the evangelist, were giving to the saints for their benefit. Come on, are you following here? Are you following? So we're giving to the saints for their benefit. So, all the saints are not prophets. They are not called into the ministry of the prophet. But, all the saints are prophetic. And can flow in the prophetic. There is a difference between the prophetic and the ministry of the prophet. Or the office of the prophet. Turn your Bible to Joel chapter number 2. Joel 2 and verse 27 and 28. Media, this screen is not on. Please make sure it's on. Thank you. Joel 2 and 27 and 28. It says, And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. Now, Verse 28, everybody wants to go. It says what? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will what? Pour out my spirit upon what? All flesh. Next verse. And your sons and your daughters shall what? Your sons and your what? Daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Now notice that every single person here prophesies these visions, or as a dream. So there is no restriction in this one. Because it says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So we see that in the last days, the move of the Spirit is for all. Hallelujah. It's for all. Sons and daughters, young men, old men, every age class, every social class, all right, flows in the prophetic 
But not every social class is called into the ministry of the prophet. Say aloud with me, every believer, now that every believer is called into the prophetic, but not every believer is called into the ministry of a prophet. Now let me define who a prophet is. Amen. A prophet is a ministry gift ordained by the Lord who makes known God's plan and God's will. Let me say that again. A prophet is a ministry gift who makes known God's plan and God's will. The prophet speaks God's mind under the inspiration of the Spirit. The prophet speaks God's mind under the inspiration of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Now, there's a difference between the Old Testament prophet and the New Testament prophet. Praise the Lord. There's an Old Testament, you know, you know, I'm a few. Let me, let me, let me confirm. Amen. So, how many of you know that there's a part of your Bible called Old Testament? If you know, put your hand up. Just trying to be sure. Old Testament, okay. How many of you know there's a part of the Bible called New Testament? Put your hand up. Praise God. Amen. Okay. <laughs> so there's the Old Testament prophets, and there's the New Testament prophets. Right? Now, they are not the same. Right? They are not the same. Now, the Old Testament prophet's job was to... Can you stop this movement I'm seeing? It's Come come just sit down, pay attention, stop moving around. Hallelujah. Now, the Old Testament prophet's job was to prophesy about the coming of Christ, the suffering of Christ, and the glory that should follow. Look at 1 Peter chapter number 1. 1 Peter chapter number 1 and verse 10. All right, that was the Old Testament, the Old Testament prophet. That was his job. He was to prophesy of the coming of Christ and the glory that should follow. So that is why, if you read, okay, can we read one, two? It says, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the what? Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you? Next verse, everybody read. Searching what or what manner of the time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when he testified beforehand the what? Sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. So their job was to what? Search in the Spirit and prophesy the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. So Jesus Christ was going to come. All right, on the earth and procure salvation. Good, there's going to be a mighty move of the Spirit in the service this morning. Hallelujah. All right, so just get ready. Now, Jesus Christ came to fulfill what the prophets had prophesied. So the prophets of the Old Testament prophesied what, was, what he was going to do. Then Jesus came and fulfilled the content of their prophecy. Are you following that? Now, if you go to St. Luke's Gospel chapter 24, turn in there and 27. All right, Luke 24 and 27. Glory to God. Then you see, one thing about the Old Testament prophet was this. The Old Testament prophet was not born again. The Old Testament prophet did not have the Spirit of God within them. The 
The Old Testament prophet was not a new creation. The Old Testament prophet, all right, operated by virtue of the Spirit of God upon him. So that's why you find the expression, and the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel. You understand? And the hand of the Lord came upon Jeremiah. And the hand of the Lord came upon. So that description, the hand of the Lord came upon, is a description of the operation of the Spirit of God that was only found in the Old Testament. All right? That was what they knew. They didn't know the operation of the Spirit within. Are you following that? They didn't have that. So the Old Testament prophets did not have that because in the Old Testament, only three people had the Spirit of God operating in them. They were the king, they were the prophet, and they were the what? The priest. The king, the prophet, and the priest. Because the time for the giving of the Spirit had not yet come. Are you with me so far? I said, are you with me so far? Now, then Luke's Gospel 24 and verse 27. Look at what it says. It says, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning what? Himself. So the prophets prophesied the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow before it happened. Then when Jesus came, he pointed to what they had prophesied and said, this is what has been said about who? Me. Are you following? Are you following? So the New Testament prophet's job was to prophesy of what Christ was coming to do. The, um, that, that's the Old Testament job. Now, the New Testament job, what is his own job? Turn to Ephesians chapter 4, 11. Let's go back there. Ephesians 4, 11. Because, you see, why do we need to explain this? Because we have a proliferation of many prophets now. Okay? And many times, we, we get to a point where we are lost as to what the purpose of the ministry of the prophet is. So you have prophets who are prophesying color of underwear, prophesying what is in people's preach and things like that. And people now begin to say, forensic, go deeper, papa, go deeper, papa, and all those kind of stuff. You understand? Okay, good. Yeah, it's nice that there's wonderful, uh, all those gifts of spirit. You know, it's not that we're alien to that. We do that here too. But we need to understand the purpose of the ministry of the prophet. Amen. Now look at this now. Ephesians chapter 4, 11, I want us to read like a mass choir. One to go, he says what? And he gave some apostles and some prophets, uh-huh, and some pastors and teachers. Next verse. For the perfecting. For the what? Perfecting of the saints. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the what? Body of Notice that the purpose of the ministry gift is for the perfecting of the saints. Glory to God. Now, that word perfecting is, um, does not mean that the saints are not perfect. Because perfecting here is talking about supplying what is lacking. Catatismus. It means to supply. Lavishly supply something. Okay? And it tells you what is being supplied. Look at it. It says for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. So that means what is being supplied to the saints is for what purpose? The work of the ministry. Then it now says, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So that means the purpose of the ministry of the prophet is to what? Perfect the saints for the purpose of what? The work of what? The ministry. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So that means, all right, by the operations of the prophet, the saints that listen to that prophet must be perfected for ministry. They do not turn the prophet to their crutch. Oh, I want to know what God is saying. Prophet, talk to me. 
Oh, I want to know what to do. Prophet, talk to me. They, no, 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 no. The prophet is not their walking stick to know God. The prophet perfects them for the work. Are you following what I'm saying? Your prophet, the prophet is not a Dibia. You understand? That we go to consult. Dibia, who will I marry? Dibia, I have a business deal. What do I do? No, 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 no. That's not, that's not the purpose of the prophet of the prophet's ministry. He says, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Everybody read verse 13. Verse 13. What does he say? Verse 13 says what? See, we all come and of the... So that means one of the major things in the ministry of the prophet is that he was going to help us know Jesus more unto the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. That's what perfect there is studios. It means complete. And the context of the completion here is completion in knowledge. So, one major sign of a prophet is that a prophet teaches. Ah. Oh, come on now. Did you hear what I said? I said, do you hear? Did you hear what I said? One of the major signs of a prophet's ministry is that the prophet teaches. No way he's going to cause you to grow in the knowledge of the Son, the knowledge of the Word, because the Son is the Word made what? Manifest. The scriptures testify of the Son. So if I'm going to cause you to know Jesus more, I must be able to teach you the Word. Do not make the mistake of thinking that what a prophet does is to prophesy. Prophesy, Papa. Mm -mm. He, is, he, he is to cause you to know Jesus more by his prophesying and by his teaching ministry. Praise God. I said, praise God. Let me ask you a question. Was Moses a prophet? Just talk to me now. What's going on with you guys? I said, was Moses a prophet? Did he have a teaching ministry? He taught, didn't he? He taught, didn't he? Was Isaiah a prophet? Did he have a teaching ministry? He taught. Was Jesus a prophet? Did he have a teaching ministry? So, all of these prophets that have no teaching ministry, we need to query them. Some of comes, I don't, I don't teach too much. I just want to prophesy. Prophesy, Papa. Let me tell you something. You may... <laughs> Hallelujah. And problem is, they are going to go for your money. Do you know why? They are going to put money out of your pocket because it's not about Christ, it's about money. Amen. Small, small thing like that. Prophesy, people are bringing dollars and dropping at their feet. That's not prophetic. That's not what prophetic ministry is about. Are you, are you following so far? I said, are you following so far? Let us go ahead in the word. Hmm. So the New Testament prophet is called to the office of the prophet of the Lord Jesus Christ for the purpose of edification, exhortation, and comfort. 1 Corinthians 14. It's called for the purpose of edification. What does edification mean? Edification means to build, to establish. So that means 
The New Testament prophet's job is to strengthen your work with God. Did you hear what I said? To strengthen your work with God. When you come in contact with a ministry of a prophet, your work with God should be strengthened. That means you would read the Bible more. You will have hunger. Listen, one of the major signs of an authentic ministry is that the authentic ministry is able to provoke hunger for the things of God in you. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Hunger for the things of God in you. That's what an authentic ministry is able to do. When you listen to that word or you listen to that minister, you will find out that you leave either wanting to know the word more, you leave either wanting to go and pray, you want to spend some time with the Lord. That is what an authentic ministry will do because that ministry is unto edification. Making you stronger. Making your walk with the Lord stronger. That's the purpose of it. Hallelujah. Now look at 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 2. Edification, exhortation, and comfort. If you are listening to someone who is called, he said, he's a so-called prophet, and you are not getting more established in your knowledge of Jesus Christ. You are not getting more established in the faith. All right? You are not getting to know Jesus more. You are getting to know the prophet more. You are getting to know about the cars he drives and all those things. Then you have to put this query on that, 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 that ministry. Because one of the purposes of the prophetic ministry is to magnify Christ and to reveal Christ. So that's why you find that when we read about in St. Luke 24, 27, he says, and beginning at Moses and in all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning what? Himself. So that means when I listen to the words of a prophet, I should hear Christ there. Are you following? Because his word should reveal Christ. That's how I know he's from Christ. If he's an apostle of Jesus, when I hear him, I should hear Jesus. If he is a prophet of Jesus, when I hear him, he should reveal what? Jesus. Hallelujah. Now let me add, the prophet of Jesus Christ doesn't just reveal Jesus by the Spirit, he should also reveal Jesus by his lifestyle. Amen. By his what? Lifestyle. We should stop excusing men of God uh, who are badly behaved because of the graces they flow in. You, you, you feel me? You understand what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> you cannot be close to Jesus and persist in certain things. It's not possible. It's like saying you are close to fire and you are cold. Are you, you, you understand? Amen. Or you put rice on fire and it didn't get boiled. Do you understand? No. You're lying. Praise God. Say praise God. Because the prophet will reveal Jesus in both his words and in his lifestyle. Why? Because the mandate on his life demands both. Are you following? The mandate on his life, it demands both. Praise God. Praise God. Hmm. Just a moment. Please, Bami, please, so nobody is outside. Everybody should come in. Except those who are using the restroom. 
So where does it say she open? First Corinthians 14, yeah? Verse 2, let's turn in there. What does it say? He says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him. Albeit in the spirit he speaketh what mysteries. Now, let us check what the purpose of the utterance is. Verse 3, everybody read it. It says what? But he that what? Prophesies, speaketh unto men to what? And what? And what? Edification. Exhortation. And what? Everybody say edification. Say exhortation. And what? Again, edification. Exhortation. Now, edification in what? Because that's what edification means, to build up. So, that means if you are building me up, you are building me up or strengthening me in something. Okay? Now, what am I, what am I being strengthened in? I am being strengthened in my knowledge of Christ. Because Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 already tells us that. Okay, that till we come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of what? So, for example, someone comes to prophesy to you and says, Sister, I, I see that you are, you are from the marine kingdom. The person is born again. Praise God. And the sister is like, what do you mean I'm from the marine kingdom? I'm a believer. I'm filled with the spirit. Don't argue with the prophet. You are from the marine kingdom. Now, does that edify the sister? Does that edify us that we are hearing this wonderful exchange? No. So that means there's something wrong somewhere. Amen. Now, listen to me. Sometimes, the prophet could have seen correctly. That prophet might have seen correctly. That prophet might have seen that there is an oppression going on in that person's life. But because of his unrenewed mind, and his lack of proper teaching in the word, he's not able to communicate it properly. Are you following that? So, you see, a New Testament prophet, all right, what comes out of his mouth does three things. It edifies, it exhorts, and it what? Comforts. So, if, there, if a prophet of the New Testament comes to give you uh, something like a negative prediction, praise God, there has to be a component of that prophecy that will comfort you. Are you following what I'm saying? But we see, many of these folks that are not New Testament prophets, what happens is, they come and give you that word, and they upset you. And overthrow you. Oh, come on. So, they, don't, they just come like that and just boom. Your mother is the one doing you. Are you following what I'm saying? Your mother-in-law is the one doing you. So, you now find out that by the oppression of their ministries, they are actually turning families upside down. So that's why, as believers, you must have a high level of discernment to be able to tell a true person from a fake one, because there are a lot of fake outside. Wherever you see the money, where there's a lot of people have money doing something, you're going to have fake. And with this Buhari period, money is scarce. Everybody's going to be prophet up and down. Instagram prophet, everybody's going to say, join me, I'm going to prophet. Everybody's just prophesying everywhere. <laughs> and wherever I can impute fear, eh? oh boy, never underestimate what people can give up when they are free. When they are what? Check it. Any prophet that is always using fear as a weapon, you are not be that. You understand? Not them be that. I see, I see, I see, I see blood. Mercy, Lord. People are shouting, mercy, Lord. Mercy. 
Mercy, Lord. I see blood. Mercy, Lord. Hey, 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 Kai, shut up. You see blood. Okay. Thank God for the blood that you have seen. What's next? Is that what the angel showed you? And go and sit down. Let's look for somebody that has the complete DVD, the full series, so we can watch everything and can tell us. You understand? Which is the blood you are seeing up and down? Hallelujah. Then there are some, they want to prophesy. It's always sin. There is sin. Sin. I see sin. Oh, sin, sin, sin. Repent. Sin, sin, sin. Oh, okay. Thank God for the sin that you have seen. All right. It's very likely that in every assembly somebody has seen that week. Hallelujah. It's likely. Somebody must have seen. Somebody must have watched something they are not supposed to watch. Someone must have gone to a place they are not supposed to have gone. Or some individual will be seen. Okay, now, now that you have mentioned sin, what are we supposed to do about this? Where is the edification? Where is the exhortation? And where is the what? Comfort. Are you following what I'm saying? Because if it's sin you are shouting about, Jesus has done something about the sin. He has provided forgiveness in his blood. So complete the prophecy. There is instruction in the word as to how to what? Live, in, live a life that is free of sin. Walk in the spirit and you shall not what? Fulfill the loss of the flesh. So that means after you have mentioned, you need to complete the prophecy. You must forgive, prophesy, exhibition, exhortation, and come. Everybody say edification. Say exhortation. Then comfort. Again, edification. Exhortation and comfort. So, there are six gifts of the Spirit that work a lot in life of the prophet. Six gifts. So, a prophet, first of all, is somebody called into the ministry of the prophet, into the office of the prophet. Remember that? How many of you remember that? So, it's called. Not every believer is called into the office of the prophet. Hallelujah. But every believer is called into the prophetic. And now we get to that in a moment. The prophetic. Okay? The prophetic. Now, there are six gifts. Most times, prophets may not work in manifest all six. But if a man is a prophet, he will most likely flow in at least two or four of the six. Two to four. Okay? Now, you have... If a man's a prophet, he will either flow, he will flow in a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirit, tongues, prophecy, and interpretation. Now, because I know everybody is not at the same level of knowledge, I will explain this gift. Turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 4. Who was born in 1997 here? 1997. You? Who else? 1997. 1997. 1997. Who else? 1997. You know some people, this is their problem. This is my, my problem is some people. That's what my problem is. We've mentioned something now. Everybody will do as though you'll not be doing like this. Now, if we now mention it in the sweet, they now want to come out. <laughs> 1997. Talk to me about summer. June. No, June, July, 7. 1997. What, what month were you born in? Huh? And it's not you. Talk to me about someone else born in 1997 and July. Born in July. Then told me about somebody, gave me the name, and the person was 
a Muslim. What was from was from Muslim. I know. So I, I don't know whether that person is in service or we something. But Lord has something for that fellow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Now, where was I? Yes, First Corinthians chapter twelve. Now, these six gifts of the Spirit, they are to work in the life of the prophet in different frequencies. Now, what is word of wisdom? Word of wisdom is an operation of the Spirit where you see things before they happen. Okay? You see things before they happen. That's word of wisdom. So, word of wisdom is something like a predictive thing. Amen? A predictive thing. So we have an example of this with a prophet called Agabus in the Bible. Look at Acts 11.28. Acts 11.28. Word of wisdom. Okay? Word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. Now, every believer, any believer can flow in a word of wisdom. Okay? It's not just something for a prophet. But it's just that prophets, by virtue of their office, can flow in that more often. Glory to God. I said glory to God. But any believer can flow in any of that. And I will come to that part, maybe. Now, Acts 11.28, what does it say? And there stood up one of them named what? Agabus. And signified by the Spirit that there should be what? A great what? Death. That word death is famine. Throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. So, a, 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 a word of wisdom is something that says this would happen. Right? It's predictive. This would happen. All right. So it is like uh, a prediction. When somebody will come and say, okay, you want to come and prophesy for the year and gives you this is going to happen, those are words of wisdom. Do you understand that? All right, good. Now, the word of knowledge. What is a word of knowledge? A word of knowledge is a revelation by the Spirit of what is present, what is currently happening. What is present, what is currently happening. Like someone comes and tells you, oh, only you have two siblings. You are 22 years old. You have, you know, something like that. That is a word of knowledge. Okay? That's a word of knowledge. Now, what's the purpose of a word of knowledge? A word of knowledge purpose is for you to realize that God is aware of who you are. You understand? You are in the service. Right? Then uh, maybe you are going through some stuff. You come to the service, all right, and um, you are questioning whether God is there for you and all those kind of stuff. Then... God puts it in the heart of the person preaching, someone that does not know you, and the person begins to talk about your case. Praise God. So it is a demonstration of his love for you. So that's a word of knowledge. Then the next one you have is discerning of spirit. Now let me explain what discerning of spirit is. I had an account, you know, during the, during the week I had something like, I, I have discerning of spirit experiences very quite frequently, but I, I had one that was profound during the week. I welcomed my first daughter. By the grace of God. Yeah. Welcome my first daughter this week. And let me tell you what happened. Uh, my, my wife was supposed to go to the hospital on Wednesday to, um, you know, they were supposed to see her on Wednesday. You know, and I was thinking that she would deliver on Wednesday or Thursday. But um, on Tuesday, Monday, Monday into Tuesday, 
So I was sleeping around, I think I went to bed around 1 a.m. or 12.30. So I was sleeping. So I was, I might have been in this I'm sleeping, I'm not sleeping phase. You understand? When you're not sure whether you have slept. You know. <laughs> so while I was in that, um, this thing, I was very conscious that there were men, several men in my backyard. Backyard of the house, because we live on the ground floor. So they're just moving up and down, boom, 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 you know, and they were making noise, making, and I was ah. So why in that sense, I felt and I thought that they were walking in my house at one a.m. Doing, and maybe someone was walking on the, on the, uh, on the tap or something because it didn't make sense. I was like, who are these guys? Well, you see, sometimes when you are uh, having, uh, when designing of spirit is at work, you won't be able to tell whether you are in the body. Or outside of the body. You won't be able to tell whether you are in it's an earthly thing or a spiritual. Why you are having it. It is after you come out of the expression and say, okay, what, what's going on? What just happened? Do you follow what I'm saying? So that's how it was for me. So I was there and it went on for like 10 minutes. Papa, they're moving like that, moving like that. Then, then, then I, I came to. Then I looked around. I was like, what's going on? Then I opened the curtain, checked outside. I may walking at this time in the house. You understand? Nobody was there. Everywhere was quiet. Hallelujah. Quiet. Nothing was going on. So I was like, okay, I know what's going on. The angels of the Lord, hallelujah, and they've come because today this woman is going to deliver. Amen. My wife was asleep. So we, she, she wakes up and she was like, ah, oh, what's it, honey? Don't know. It's just the baby. And I said, ah, we have to go to the hospital. She said, no, 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 we are not going. I was now saying, we have to go to the hospital. No, I'm not going. We need to, um, I have to, maybe when I go to work first, and something, I said, honey, I saw the men. Today is the day. We are going. Praise God. I said, we are going. They've given, they came to let me know that you take this woman to the hospital. You don't go to work. Hallelujah. So I took her to the hospital. And when they checked, it was already 3, 4 p.m. Praise God. Amen. That's discerning of spirit. Designing, the gift of discerning of spirit is not the gift of suspicion. You know suspicion? Ah, my, my spirit, my spirit don't agree with her. Spirit don't agree with her. Ah, as that pastor, they talk. Nah, he no, he, no, he no be man of God. He no be man of God. How you know? No, I, I just didn't know. My my. There was a time I, was, I went to see one of my cousins, right? So Pastor, Pastor Chris was on, on TV. And <laughs> so my, my cousin's mom was watching. She said that there's a way God talks to her. She said, ah, that her spirit does not agree with Pastor Chris. I was saying, well, Jericho, 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 it's not the man of God. I was like, I couldn't say anything. No, you're about God, you don't. I was a kid then. So I was thinking, my man, I said, Mama, you have a problem with Jericho. You don't have a problem, you, you, you know, you know, it's Jericho, you have a problem. It's like this. It's like when somebody comes and, you know, look at Pastor Dara's hair now, you know. If a person came with a religious mind, he sees Pastor Dara's hair with the gold and goes, I can't she's be born again. He's even a pastor. Guy, they are not serious with this church. Hallelujah. You understand? So that's how it works. So the gift of design of spirit is not a gift of suspicion. It means to see into the realm of the spirit. 
<laughs> some of you will be having some crazy experiences from today in Jesus' name. Say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Ah, there is help of the Spirit, though. Hey, hey, as realm of the spirit. Realm of the spirit. There are people you can't see, but they can see you. Angelic forces. Realm of the spirit. You see, when you find yourself disadvantaged in the earthly dimension, you need to switch. You need to take advantage of the other one, the other realm. Glory to God. I don't know, my son, my, my wife's testimony now. So what she, she testified about something. So when the place like that, labor did not progress. My wife was crying, crying, crying. Ah! They checked, fucked, yeah, no movement. So, you know, as a doctor, now I laugh from, you know, let us let, 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 it, let, let it flow. First them, no movement. They checked again, no movement. The man, doctor, was like, he will come later on. And there's no movement. I said, eh, no movement. So, after they went, I now knew that, okay, it was time for my, it was my turn. Are you following what I'm saying? Ah, it's my turn now. So they said it's no more. So the effacement is zero. Now me, I knew that because I have done a lot of, you know, stuff in the kingdom, and I know that the devil waiting for me at junction. My wife put into bed is a junction. I will be waiting. I also know that there will be funny people and terrible expectations. I knew about all those stuff and stuff like that. So I just went, took my wife's hand, and began to prophesy. Then I switched it. You see. There is nice spring that is nice and kind. Then you see, for me, when you touch, you want to touch the thing that matters to me. Eh? Then I will switch to another level. Glory to God. You know, that level is what I, I, I decree. The outcome, the person that will judge it, that the judgment is of Christ. Whether it's right or not right, that one is your own business. I just said, I will just, ah. So I switch. By the time I switch like that, enter prophetic mode. Glory to God. Ah, well, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this baby comes down now. In the name of Jesus, I command the progress that anything that needs to be stopped starts getting stopped. Everything that needs to be hard starts getting hard. Anybody, anywhere in this realm and in the realm of the spirit that says this baby does not want to come now, I set on that person the judgment of God. Yahweh. Hallelujah. I know I am. I know my office. Praise God. I said, Praise God. You will see one, two, three years. We'll be all over the world. You understand? Some people, it's until they see those things that they will say, Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need it. I know now. Glory to God. Talk like that. Pa, 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 pa. Mental labor room. Woman got there. The thing was progressing now. After I proclaimed this, the thing moved to like eight. Then she said, I'm tired. Ah, oh, you are tired, Pele. Oh, yeah, come. Let me give you strength. I'm not lying, no, it's what happened. It happened. There was no fidgeting, no, nothing. Uh-uh. Glory to God. We have the supernatural. What's wrong with you, man? Amen. What are you talking about? That one man that says, I just give me your hand. I spoke in other tongues, and I went, 
my God. As I breathe into a boom. Hallelujah. The power of God enters into our body. Receive strength. Then all of a sudden, I just notice something. I've never seen that because during the Genesis one, she had to push and push. This one, she just few, few, yeah. That's my word. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Say that with me. I've got power. In the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Not just for pulpit and stuff. It's for regular life. Praise the Lord. Regular life. Okay, so where, that, where am I? Where were we? At? Where were we? Yeah, so the Zen of Spirit, you see into the realm of Spirit. That's how it works. Zen of the Spirit. Right, right now I was in the VIP room. And as I was in the VIP room, I saw that the angels of the Lord came to meet me, meet with me there. You understand? I saw in the realm of Spirit, I see them. All right, they come and I know what I mean. So that's how it works. Design of spirit is the ability to see into the realm of the spirit. Praise God. Fourth operation that you usually find in prophet's life is tongues. Tongues. What is tongues? Tongues is First um, Corinthians 4, to he that speaketh in a known tongue, speaketh not unto men. Amen. He speaketh not unto men, but unto what? No man understand him. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh what? Mystery. So you see, that's the important definition of tongues. All right? That's the prophet, tongues. Then the fifth one is prophecy. What is prophecy? Prophecy is speaking by the inspiration of God, declaring the will, plans, and purposes of God in that time and season. Prophecy is speaking by the inspiration of God, declaring the will, plan, and purpose of God in that time and season. So, if you understand that definition, you can find that a word of wisdom is prophecy. Right? A word of knowledge is also prophecy. So, you can put all of that utterance, revelation, design of spirit, everything can be factored into prophecy. Because I can see in the spirit and prophesy to you. Are you following what I'm saying? All right? I can see in the spirit and prophesy to you. And what I see in the spirit can be of something in the future, which is a word of wisdom, then I prophesy it to you. you can, I can see in the Spirit, and something I'm, what I'm seeing is something in the present, then I prophesy it to you. Praise God. So it is a declaration or uh, speaking by the inspiration of the Spirit, revealing the plans, the purpose, all right, and the will of God for you in that time and season, and interpretation of tongues is giving meaning to tongues. All these six gifts are active, all right? All right. In some prophets, you have the six working. In some, you have four working. All right. But in every prophet, at least three of these six will be working. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Now, though this is the ministry of a prophet, not all, uh, this is the ministry of the prophet, believers can astrally also flow in this. And many of you, if you are hungry, and you yield and you respond, you can begin to flow in this today. Amen? You hear what I said? You can begin to flow in this today. I was talking to the Lord. I said, ah, Lord, so some of our, because of this actual strike, some of our members are not in church today. So um, the students have gone home and all. So that's why I see the reduction. So I was like, Lord, um, I'm, 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 I said, don't worry. Put that I want to do this. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For more messages, 
kindly search for our telegram channel using the link t.me slash oikia cc god has blessed you